You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We just wrapped up a 12-team Roto Mock Draft. Let's recap our teams on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, March 2nd. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And Scott was drafting 12th overall in this draft. I was the second pick. And let's start off with Scott's team. And we'll focus on the offense first. He's got JT Real Muto and Joey Bart at catcher. Then Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, Rafael Devers, Jeremy Pena, Ezekiel Tovar, and Brandon Drury in the infield. In the outfield, he's got... Tasca Hernandez, Luis Robert, Anthony Santander, Jake Fraley, Oscar Colas, and Cattell Marte. This is a bit of a different start for you, Scott, because you did not take an outfielder in the first round. You took Freddie Freeman and Rafael yep. Devers. How do you think the offense turned out despite not taking an outfielder at the one-two turn? So, yeah, this offense is pretty unfamiliar to me. It's not the sort of, of, of team I normally draft. I, was, I, I set up the draft so that I would pick 12th thinking, okay, the, the seven first-round outfielders are going to be gone at that point. You're going to have to do something different. And, you know, I, I I may have some drafts like that, so I wanted to prepare myself for it. Still got an elite third baseman like I wanted Endeavors, but I went with Freddie Freeman as the pairing there. Felt I, I could have taken Mike Trout, who's more of a second-round outfielder, but um, I, I felt – I feel like that would have been a reach with Freddie Freeman still there. So – Despite the unfamiliarity, I I feel pretty good about the offense. I think it's balanced enough. I, I don't think it's has a clear weakness in any category. There's batting average. There's power. There's speed. Um, I I think mainly what I'm missing is that really high end outfielder. Because while I did get three of my top thirty outfielders, which is a very high priority for me, Luis Robert, Teoscar Hernandez, Anthony Santander, they're all kind of fragile. You know, it, it you could see it imploding. So I, I would definitely feel better if I had that that um, you know that stalwart at the top that was really going to anchor my outfield. But if you don't take one in round one, you're just not going to have that in all likelihood. So it, it wasn't by choice; it was by necessity. But that is that is what I wish my offense had. Let's slide over to your pitching staff, Scott, where you wound up with Alec Manoa as your SP1. Then you've got Tristan McKenzie, Charlie Morton, Miles Michaelis, Merrill Kelly, Tony Gonsolin, and Jose Barrios. Your two closers were Kenley Jansen and Ryan Presley. So you likely have a combined 60 saves, two guys that you can trust at the closer position. and At least, yeah. You know, for waiting until round five, pitching staff looks, looks pretty good. Yeah, this was that's what I keep noticing. It, it certainly in these 12 team leagues, certainly in a 12 team roto league where everybody's just filling nine pitcher spots, starters and relievers combined. 
the mid tier that the middle class is starting pitcher pitcher has become so deep with the end of the juice ball era that the draft ends before I've drafted all the pitchers I like, you know? So I keep trying to push the envelope at starting pitcher, waiting longer and longer to take it while filling in the scarcities and the, the hitter ranks. And I come out of every draft basically liking my starting pitchers. Um, my last two taken in this one, Merrill Kelly and Miles Michaelis, were must-start last year. People are skeptical. That's why they last that long. But the point is, that never would have happened during the juice ball era that you could find pitchers like that that late. And um, so even this was kind of a weird draft in that it seemed like everybody was passing up early round pitchers. So there was a point in round three, four where like my top 10 players available were all starting pitchers, but I said, screw it. I'm still taking hitters. And despite looking that gift horse in the mouth, I still came out with a pitching staff. I like, so maybe everybody was smart to do what they did passing up pitchers. Yeah. And maybe that's something I should have done Scott, because I was drafting second overall and I took Ronald Acuna in the first round. But when it came back to me, I mentioned on the live mock draft on the live podcast that, it feels like there's a drop-off in terms of the hitter value there, and as a result, I took Garrett Cole in round two, and then I took Jose Altuve in round three. But when it came back to me, names like Brandon Woodruff, Zach Wheeler, all these guys were still available in round four and five that I almost, I, I do, I, in hindsight, I wish I took a hitter at the 2-3 turn instead of Garrett Cole, and then I could have still wound up with a really great starting pitcher that I trust, someone like Brandon Woodruff or, or even Zach Wheeler, so... In hindsight, uh, that's something that I would have done differently. Uh, I like the team, Scott. We went over it. I feel like it's a balanced offense, but it just feels like something is missing, and, and that was my main takeaway. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that hole at third base, base with Josh Young. I've, I've said before that late second round, if I didn't have a third baseman already, and I would have had to draft Jose Ramirez in round one for me to have a third baseman late in round two. I just take Nolan Arenado, even if it feels like it's half around too early. I don't want to be in a position where I'm having to reach for Alex Bregman or Gunnar Henderson. And if that doesn't work out like you, I'm having to settle for Josh Young and praying to God he <laughs> has this breakthrough season. Because if he doesn't, there's probably not a third baseman emerging on the waiver wire. I'm just screwed at that position all year. And it's hard to compete when you have just a black hole like that. That's that's one of the positions where that's possible. Yep. Um, so I would have passed up Garrett Cole there and taken Nolan Arenado instead. All right. If you want to hear more about uh, my entire team, then you can do so on the full-length Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.